0: Economics Radio is sponsored by Robert Half. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you are feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Their specialized recruiting professionals engage with their proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, they know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Progressive
1: From APM, American Public Media, and WNYC, this is Freakonomics Radio on Marketplace. Here's the host of Marketplace, Ty Rizdahl. Time now for a little bit of Freakonomics Radio, that moment in the broadcast every couple of weeks where we talk to Stephen Dubner, the co-author of the books and the blog of the same name. It is the hidden side of everything. Dubner, how are you? I've been worse. You have? All right. Uh, okay. I'm doing all right. You're doing all right. You know why you're doing all right, though? Because Super Tuesday is behind you, man. You don't have to worry that about that. politics. A big, that is a
0: big part of it. You know how I feel about the presidency. Uh, uh, that's where generally. I was going,
1: because generally <laughs> you, think it's, you think it's overrated, right?
0: I, I do. I believe that the office of the president of the United States, that it just matters a lot less than most people think. Now, I will say, when I make this argument, I get hate mail from both sides of the aisle. So conservatives... <laughs> will accuse me of covering for president obama and liberals accuse me of kind of preempting criticism of some future republican nominee
1: yeah all right well uh, i mean the man is the leader of the free world so to speak so what's the actual truth here dude dude how do you Well
0: feel? You know, look, personally, I have no horse in any race. I dislike both political parties about (laughs) equally. But here's the thing. We're heading into a presidential campaign now that Mm -hmm. is likely to focus on the economy and rightfully so. And I'm here to tell you and your listeners that of all the areas in which the president's influence is overrated, the economy is probably number one. So I'd like you here to listen to Austin Goolsbee, who's a a former chairman of President Obama's Council of Mm -hmm. Economic Advisors.
1: I think the world – vests too much power certainly in the president but probably in washington in general for its influence on the economy because most all of the economy has nothing to do with the government i love the way he talks by the way sounds like (laughs) like a mafia guy doesn't he um all right but wait listen you were around in the 92 election you were paying attention yes
0: i was okay sentient being that's right so Mm -hmm.
1: clinton it's the economy stupid that's why the guy won
0: It's a fantastic campaign slogan. You get to brag about how you will raise employment and lower gas prices, as if Kai, there's some magical set of buttons in the Oval (laughs) Office (laughs) that you get to push once you're elected. You know, more jobs button and so on. But as Austin Goolsbee points out, the president's ability to actually change the shape
1: and the direction and the velocity of the macro economy it's extremely limited. Let me go back then to the to the actual politicians who say otherwise. You had Clinton, and now you've got Mitt Romney, former. Yo, a business guy goes out every stump speech he makes and he says, "I know what to do in the economy. I've been there. I've created jobs. I've fired people, blah blah blah." You know you're not buying that?
0: Uh, I bu- I buy that he believes that to be true. Uh, a lot of people have believed that to be true in the past. This kind of common idea of the last 10-15 years is president as CEO. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work that way. We set it up to not work that way. When it comes to unilateral decision-making, there's no comparison between what a CEO can do and what a president can try to get done. Here's another way of looking at it with some actual data, Okay, okay, which is what we like to
1: do in the 2000s. I was waiting for the data, man. Come on.
0: (laughs) In the two thousand and four Bush Kerry presidential election, yes. you may recall that there was a little bit of a snafu concerning the early exit polls. Oh
1: yeah, I mean Kerry was the winner for like what three something hours, four hours.
0: That's exactly right. It was announced that it was Kerry, but it turned out to be Bush. And the economist Justin Wolfers took advantage of that mix-up for a study that he did. Two thousand and four was a social scientist's dream. What you have is these four hours. I'm a Democrat, so I'll say four beautiful hours. In which we basically had a Kerry presidency and it was random. So what Wolfers did is he looked at how the stock markets reacted to first Hmm. the news of a Kerry presidency and then the new turned out to be correct news of a Bush presidency. You see, in fact, that stocks fell a little bit during the four hours of the Kerry presidency Uh, and then they rose a bit. When it became the Bush presidency. Now, the difference between a new Democratic president and yeah. a new Republican president in the space of four hours was actually pretty small. It's about one and a half percent. Now, this is just a sliver of evidence. But it does suggest that the people who pay the most attention to the working economy, which is, say, Wall Street investors. Right. Didn't really care all that much about which president they got. And most economists will tell you that the president's role when it comes to the economy is much closer to, let's say, a cheerleader than a CEO.
1: Well, yeah, but you're never going to see Obama or Romney out there going, I can do nothing. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> no, no, you won't. They've got their self-interest. But just once, I'd love a presidential candidate to get up there on the stump and say, my fellow Americans, I I can't control the U.S. economy. (laughs) I've got a little bit of influence, but mostly it does what it does. If it gets worse on my watch, you shouldn't blame me. And if it happens to get better, you probably shouldn't give me too much credit either.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the next president of the United States, Stephen (laughs) Dubner. I think
0: not. (laughs) Now you know why I'm free to be on your radio show. Nobody in Washington wants to touch me. That's
1: exactly right. Freakonomics.com is the website. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.
0: Thanks, Guy. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know
1: about this juicy gem of a detour. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them.